You're listening to G4D, Grounds for Discussion, a weekly music podcast hosted by your two most caffeinated hosts, Adam and John. So sit back, relax, pour yourself a cup of coffee, and enjoy the following episode. From like now it. on, I like your little running step. Whenever the theme song plays over the headphones, I am going to do this dance move. It's it's like for those at home who can't see, it's like a, uh, it's like skanking to ska music, but just your upper body, <laughs> kind of just dancing around, flapping up, <laughs> aiming to be like the hype man from the mighty mighty Boston's, rumored to be their manager. Isn't that who we should all aspire to be? Mm, yep. <laughs> I mean, that's what I would do. I just want to start a bar or a coffee place or just anywhere. And the whole time is just different versions of the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. That impression that I get live, just different versions. Just to see what people would say. It's like, hey, you got another one of those songs? <laughs> no, we do not. This is the only song we play. You got a problem with it, bro? <laughs> well, thankfully, we're not reviewing the latest music from the Mighty Mighty Boston's oh, here on G4D, a.k.a. Grounds for Discussion. Yeah. Or should we say Grounds for... Ah! <laughs> People are going to hate us. It's like jump scares. You never know when he's going to do the moon. It does. It's always terrifying. Each one more terrifying and cheap than the next. <laughs> Uh, this lovely human being right across from me, he refers to himself as the world's okayest barista, <laughs> but he's definitely much better than that. Aw. Mr. Adam, how are you, buddy? I'm great. How are you, Mr. John? All things comic books and electronic music. <laughs> the gatekeeper. All, the, <laughs> all things electronic. Yeah. Although I feel like I know plenty of people that just know so much more than me. I feel like I've only scratched the surface of same, knowledge. Same. Same with me and coffee. But I'm happy to show that I do have a new bag of coffee this week. Ooh, look yeah. at that. It's, um, I, didn't, I don't think I saw the bag until now. That is a pretty bag. Yeah, it's from Trader Joe's. Uh, this is Organic Bolivia Yama Lamo. Small lot. It's 100% Arabica whole bean coffee. Taste of light. It's a light roast with notes of fruit, caramel, and vanilla with mild acidity. It's a little more acidity than I think I like. I might need to adjust something on my ratios, but take a take a sniff at this. Okay. And take a sniff and then a sip. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Very, um... Very robust. Mm. And I'm sorry if that sounds pretentious, but that was the first word that popped into my mind. <laughs> mm. right, now let's uh, give it a little taste here. Yeah, it's definitely a little more acidic than probably to my liking, but who knows when they packaged mm. it. It's, mm. it's saying it's it's good till 2020, but who knows? There's no indication on here on when it was picked, but figured try something new as opposed to the you know standard coffee that they have. I'm really disappointed because I usually like the Kenya AA blend that Trader Joe's has, but I can never seem to find it. it must be seasonal. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's good though. Yeah, yeah it's still good. I I think you prove a good point though. I think if you kind of change up things a little bit, you can get to that perfect level that you're looking for. I think so too. I keep hearing, 
I've seen like Alton Brown videos too of him putting like a dash of like salt in coffee, which helps supposedly kill the bitterness. I've never seen any coffee shop do that. Yeah. And I've never tried it myself, but I'm very curious to try it. Well, based on what I'm reading here in the bag, it has fruity notes of apple, pear, and apricot. So I think that's probably why it's pretty acidic. Yeah, that would make sense because of all the juices and stuff. So you probably need something that kind of counteracts that. I don't, I don't know what. This is where I go to you and your uh, expertise, Dr. Bean. <laughs> Isn't that the nickname what that John you? gave you? Right, Dr. Bean. I feel yeah. like, uh, what's that Sonic game, Dr. Eggman's Mean Bean Machine? <laughs> I feel like... Maybe a little sugar would help sweeten it, bring out more of the flavor. Maybe like a tad of sugar, but I did I, I did that with the, tomato sauce. All the wheels turning right there. Tomato sauce, a little sugar and tomato sauce. That's tomato right. sauce. Yeah, kill some of the acidity. Oh, I, I've good. never heard of that before. Yeah, we made this. Um, it was like a balsamic vinaigrette dressing from Tasty, and like you pan fry tomatoes and let the juices all drip out, and then kind of make white balsamic balsamic vinegar. I was just like a little too bittery. You know, hmm. acidity, acidic. So we put a little sugar in it to kill some of it. it Interesting. Really yeah. Hmm. Hmm. The more you know. The more you know. Well, I'm still enjoying it. I, not knocking you, but I, but I do think you will perfect it as you go along. Yeah, I really need to order some more like fresh, fresh beans, or get myself to a coffee store. I might do that on Sunday. Do it. Yeah. Do it. If you have any recommendations, uh, drop me a line. At G4D podcast at gmail.com. That is, is correct. <laughs> I had to think a second because some of our things have underscores. Some of them don't. Yeah, you know, you got to mix it up. Right? Yeah, no. But yeah, al- no. But also we are on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Music, and our website, which is g4dpodcast.com. And if you give us five stars on iTunes, we'll read your review on the air. And wouldn't you know it, John, we got one today. Oh, right on Easter, too, I see. Yeah, Easter Sunday, you know, nothing like a little bunny and coffee and some music to get you through the day. Oh, yeah. From our friend Fargo1776. Quite a username right there. Yeah, I, I like it already. It's a good movie, good TV show. Mm-hmm. I can dig it. Said pretty, or this person said, don't want to assume, sorry, uh, pretty chill podcast good podcast to listen to in the morning low-key start that warms up quickly much like butter Mm. also these guys know coffee pretty darn well they should talk about their coffee experience more hey which we just did hey thanks fargo 1776 i appreciate you we appreciate you fargo fargo you are our person of the podcast yes until someone else decides to rate us which they will be the next person but for now you are our person and we sincerely appreciate your love and support Thank you so much, Fargo. Shout out to you, buddy. Hey. You know, I'm really disappointed, John. You know, at the beginning, you were doing these cool dance moves, uh-huh. and no one could really see what they look like. Mm-hmm. But we also have a YouTube channel, too, where you can see what we look like, and our first video was up of our Record Store Day experience, so go and check that out. thankfully, I'm not dancing on that one. Oh, not yet. Well, yeah, we'll, it'll happen One eventually. of these days, we'll get you on there. Instead, you get to see my terrible drum playing. Oh, it's not that bad. Yes, it is. Hey, bad. you kept the beat. That's that's a lot than more people can do. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Don't knock yourself. All, all that electronic music had to equate to something. I'm we're gonna, sure we're gonna come back a year later, and John's gonna be like, "Eh, hey, we can just do a drum off again," and then he's just gonna be, like, and he's be like, "Your turn," and I'll be like, "Ah, oh, <laughs> my honor." Ah, oh. 
As much as I would love that to happen. <laughs> hey, get yourself a little drum pad, some sticks, you know, start learning some roles. Oh, yeah. You never I'll, know. I'll just do that during all my free time. Perfect. <laughs> we, sure, we both sure have a lot of it. Oh, yeah, we do. Yeah. Well, at least we had enough time to review the latest album from Lizzo called Cuz I Love You. Aw, I love you too. Aw, that was beautiful. Thanks. Hearts. Hearts. <laughs> and this is actually her third album, third solo album, I should say, from Melissa Vivian Jefferson. But this artist has been around for quite some time. She's been in a lot of previous art, uh, previous groups called The Chalice, Party Girl, The Club, Ellipses. And she is back with a mixture of hip-hop, pop, R&B, soul. And this is also her first major label debut as well. Now, for those of you who really aren't too familiar with her, she's been gaining a lot of traction recently because of a video from her recent Coachella performance with Janelle Monet, and they even had a twerk-off on stage together. <laughs> who won? Uh, I don't know. I, the, I, the winner, we all won that. Yes, really, we did, yes. From this beautiful pop culture moment. Yes, I agree with that. And as two people who have seen Janelle Monet live, anytime there's any <sighs> show involving Janelle Monet. You're, you're automatically winning. Cool. The whole world wins. Still feel like she should have gotten more recognition at the Grammys, but eh. that's another topic for another day. Oh, boy. And she's currently touring throughout the U.S., and then she'll be going on to Europe, and then she'll be coming back to the U.S. again. She's pretty much touring this whole year straight for this album. And this album is kind of really... It's had a lot of hype leading up to it. She's been in the know with the indie crowd, but now she's really getting a lot bigger and this is really where i think her stardom is going to continue to rise from this movement forward now just to kind of give you a little bit of background about her after struggling with body issues at an early age lizzo really advocates for body positivity and self-love she makes diversity the focus of her music and in regards to her own body she'll have such songs as fitness and juice even her own sexuality the song boys race the song my skin and plenty more these are a lot of personal songs that we're about to talk about, Adam. And her backup dancers from when she performs live, which, by the way, I don't know how many clips you saw outside of the Coachella one, mm -hmm. but her live performances look just completely energetic and just like, they look like a blast. I imagine, especially with the grand scape of this album, that her shows are what the cool kids call bangers. <laughs> it's lit. It's so lit. <laughs> And her backup dancers are called the big girls, and they all are plus-size girls, too, as well. And they don't cry. And then there's one other important thing that we need to talk about with her, which I think is so cool. She's actually a classically trained flautist. Huh. And there are plenty of videos of her out there playing the flute and twerking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I need to see, like, some Jethro Tull sitting on a park bench. She does have one where she references Anchorman, and oh, then has she? like fire come out of the flute. Oh, she that that that's referencing uh, Jeff Thoreau when he does that. Oh, okay. When he, when he does the when he blows the mar martini into his glass and he goes, "Hey, Aqualung!" Yeah, oh, that's, that's right. Yeah, that's Jeff Oh, uh, I haven't seen that movie in so long. Oh, Honestly, okay. I don't think I've seen that movie in I don't know fifteen years. I imagine that movie has not aged well. I would imagine so too. Probably not. That's probably why the sequel didn't do as well at the box office. Oh, there's other reasons why it didn't do well. It wasn't good. <laughs> It'd be a start. So, Adam, my question for you is, did this album have you singing, 
playing the flout and twerking. <laughs> the flout. <laughs> playing the flout. <laughs> flout. I was, it you was know, flout out of all the woodwind instrument, the, I have to say the flout is definitely my favorite. Second being the flute. But yeah, Sorry. this is definitely a, a dance-worthy, fun, energetic, sassy album. Very sassy. Yeah, they use a lot of old jazz kind of instruments and jazz standard tropes in this to kind of accentuate um, Lizzo's personality and her charm and just who she is as a woman and a person. A lot of brass, a lot of big orchestral moments on here. Right. And a good amount of variety overall from this album. You mentioned kind of like the jazz elements there. There's soul there's even kind of throwbacks to some of her artists that she grew up admiring, like Aretha Franklin and yeah. Prince. There, oh, there's a lot on this album. You know what kind of reminds me of? You know in La La Land when like Ryan Gosling really wants to play like classical jazz? Mm-hmm. And the only way he can do that is to be in um, John Legend's band. Mm-hmm. He's, like, he's like playing jazz, but it's like got this cool element to it. I feel like that's what this kind of album reminds me of. Like... There's a lot of cool jazz elements in it and big band sounds, but then you have like stuff from, you know, the modern, our age, you know, about, you know, relationships and just the sounds and the beeps and boops of electronic music and things like that. I don't know if I've ever told you this before, but I love it when you say beeps and boops. I mean, how else do you describe it? Zigzag zags, beeps and boops. I'll be my first electronic album called Beeps and Boop, Bleeps and Boops. I would listen to that album. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you're, you're right on the money there, sir. And I think a lot of that has to do with this album being her first major label release. This is really the one where she gets just a lot from the production value. Yeah, and I feel like, you know, for the indie crowd who knows who she is, this is her big break into the mainstream. So I think solidifying her image as someone who can bring the sass but also is proud of herself knows who she is and also produces some pretty good big jazz-esque ballads is very important yeah i i completely agree i love the fact that as an artist she's just promoting this positivity just really you know this enthusiasm this just kind of carefree attitude of just i don't care what anybody else says love yourself because i love you yeah. And uh, hence the title of the album. And the first song, Cause I Love You, which really just engorfs you into the sound that you're going to be hearing for the next 30 minutes. And boy, is her voice like just bombastic on that opening track. Oh my God. She's got such a range. It's so interesting because she can sing really well and she can also rap really well. And I feel like that's a trend that we're seeing a lot more now. But she's one of the ones that I think does it the best right now Hmm. i i also really really like the single that comes off this album called juice i think that's a standout single there i think that was very smart making that kind of like the forefront of this album and i also really really enjoy the track tempo featuring missy elliott who when i heard her you and i both had the same reaction let's be honest it just made us really miss missy elliott it's a good song though and it, it's good she's not on it for like a while because, you know, you kind of want to let the artist focus on what they're good at. But she compliments her style very well. She does. I yeah. I just I want more Missy Elliott now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I <sighs> I mean, I'm probably did she put out to... something like recently. Did she? I feel like she did. I, I thought she just put out a track. Maybe not. Now it was just but... a, no, I think it was like a track. I mean, I hope I would love to be wrong. 
I would love if she put out like a secret album that I didn't know about because that would make me so happy. I think I think the whole world would know about that if that happened. Yeah, honestly. She also has a song on this too featuring Gucci Man. And Gucci Man's been doing a lot of these guest appearances recently. Well, you know, he's got he's got port, court bills to pay off, so <laughs> you know. Oh boy. Yeah. He he's been doing a lot of features. What Recently, I heard him on the radio, and I was like, "Well, you know, hey, you gotta gotta do what you gotta do, right?" Hey, man. So, he, but but he has a fun little feature on here too. He's not phoning it in, which I appreciate. And you know, I going back to the comment about the variety on here. I think there's definitely enough here to keep your interest throughout the whole album. And I definitely enjoyed it while I was listening to it. I got to be honest, Adam. I don't know if I really loved it. Yeah, I think the singles really shine very well, and it does a good job of who Lizzo is as an artist and a person and just what she's all about. But as far as like coming back to this album, there's only like certain songs I really like kind of took me in, like the song Juice, really, and you know, Cause mm-hmm. I Love You and Tempo, of course. But I feel like as a good starting album, this is like perfect for her because it gets people enough in the mainstream to notice her and see what she's doing. It shows her personality, her sass, and also just the way she views relationships and kind of like, oh, this I know this person's bad for me, but I'm going to keep coming back. And I thought that was a little cliche here and there, especially with the kind of the big brass sound. It made it more like, it was funny because it made it more like epic than it you know, kind of was, mm-hmm. but you still felt her heartbreak and her pain when she sang. So I thought that was pretty cool. But as a whole album, I, I don't know, just something felt off. Like I, yeah, it's it's very yeah. enjoyable. Like I was saying, to listen to it, but like once you're done, you're not clamoring to come back to it right away. I, it's almost like I want to see what she does next more yes. than I want to return to this album because this album is one of those like, okay, wow, I can this girl's got something, but this isn't the album that it's on. Yes, if that makes sense. The talent is there. There's no question there whatsoever. Yeah, and I always talk about loving variety on albums it is there as well i just think it needs to be fine-tuned this is a big step forward for it's a positive step forward definitely is but she she has some more work to go to create like something like totally like on another level but she can do it i i yeah and i think we can jump into our final thoughts here i think as a first big label intro album it's very good there are very enjoyable moments on there if you like pop music if you like jazz music even if you i kind of got a lot of Nicki minaj vibes from this just because of like some of the stuff Nicki raps about just like boys and like being so awesome and stuff like that like i got a lot of that vibes but with like a big band sound so that was really cool and obviously just her voice is liz's voice is just like incredible but i think i'm going to give this one a download it i think the singles are strong and i'm excited to see what she does next I excuse me. I was teetering from a stream it and a download it, and honestly, I think you're right. It is definitely a download it. This is worth adding to your digital collection, I think, because you'll definitely get some mileage out of this. I think this is going to end up being the album that, like, ten years from now down the line, people are like, "Oh, look from where she started and what she's doing now." Yeah. I mean, she's still young. I think she's only. I think she's like 31, maybe. Yeah. Something like that. Born in 1988. So she's still got 
a lot of time ahead of her, a lot more to I'm offer. I'm sure she's already working on more stuff. Oh, I, I'm, I'm sure. She's, she's been pretty consistent with coming out with stuff in between albums too as well, like the song Coconut Oil in 2016. And, you know, she, while she'll be busy with touring for the next year, her fan base is only going to grow. Yep. I mean, she's playing anywhere and everywhere. Unfortunately, she's not playing here in Orlando. Otherwise, I'd say let's go here in Orlando. Oh, I think we'd have to like drive out to like Miami or something like that. But I'm, I'm very interested to see what her live setup is. Yeah, I, I'd be very curious too. I think everything that I've seen makes it look like it's a show that's worth checking out. And this is an album that's definitely worth checking out. I love her unique aspects. I love that she just brings this ferocity and fearlessness to what she does. I think she can do so much. And the fact that like her confidence is just beaming at this point, nobody is going to bring her down. And I'm just absolutely rooting for her. And I love that a lot of people are talking about her. I think it's only going to get bigger. You know what? You know what I think is going to happen? And, I, and, I'll, and I'll wrap up what I'm saying here. I think at some point she's going to play on something like SNL or something like that. Oh, yeah. She'll and have that, like a breakout performance on something. Yeah, exactly. Like it's breaking out her... on Twitter, but like, you know, something like SNL where it's a mass TV audience. Yeah, you know? I feel like she needs like one more good feature on something too to really like get her name out. Like she needs like... Not saying like a Beyonce, but a Beyonce esque person. No, I get you. To kind of take her under the wing and be like, okay, I want you to do something in here, mm-hmm. make it really pop, and then kind of be like, whoa, she can go on. Her- I mean, obviously, she can go on her own and do what she wants, but like, mm-hmm. I think more people need to recognize her as well. I, I agree. I completely agree. It, it, this, this was a fun album to listen to. It won't be one of my favorites, but I'd still recommend people who listen to us to check it out. Well, hey, before we uh, wrap up here, because I know you're winding down on coffee and so am I here, I wanted to bring up something very interesting to you here. So did you hear about the new wireless DJ device that provides an alternative to turntable needles? What? That sounds (laughs) like a very marketed uh, sentence you got there, my friend. So, the, so this company called Phase has developed a new form of technology geared towards playing vinyl wirelessly, providing an alternative to turntable needles. Pretty much the device sits on top of your 12-inch records and sends signals to a USB reserver, uh, receiver, sorry, which converts the data to a readable signal via compatible DJ software. So... Hmm. It lasts up to about 10 hours. Do you have a picture of this? Costs $300, but that's what the device looks like. Isn't that interesting? So it just goes on top of the record holder and it spins around? Yeah. So I saw something very similar to like that, but it was bigger. It was almost like like a mouse size, Mm -hmm. maybe even bigger than, almost like a Bluetooth speaker size that like spun around. It just seemed very dangerous and... I don't know. I'm not a fan of Bluetooth audio to begin with. Yes. So I feel like eh, I'd rather just have a regular record player over something like this. But it's cool to see technology come like that. Yeah, it is. And essentially it means that DJs, you know, they may no longer require the use of time-coded vinyl or cartridges in addition to turntable needles. Yeah, but I feel like the... DJs who use those kinds of equipment use it because of the sound that it makes. So having something like that would not really, I mean, it could benefit them because they could record easier, do stuff like that. But if they're going for a certain sound, I think using the real cartridges and 
would be better. Yeah, I, I just also kind of worry, too, like if this is going to kind of start branching out into regular vinyl, too. I mean, I, and I guess, too, it's like it's hard to upgrade something like that because you're only going to get one sound out of it. As opposed to like, you know, if you have a record player and, you know, something's going on, you can change the cartridge and try to get a different sound or you can just EQ settings and things like that. So that's a good point. Yeah, I don't know. I thought I thought it was interesting. That's why I wanted to bring it up. But I just I I hope we never get to a point personally where we're using something like that instead of cartridges on vinyl players, because then you don't get the warmth of vinyl. (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm curious to hear how it sounds like a sound like a like a next to comparison you know well there's a video here i won't play it on there but um you know we, we could check it out there yeah i i just thought it was interesting and i was like hmm you know something so analog is starting to get kind of digitized in the modern age right i'm surprised actually no i'm not surprised vinyls making a comeback yeah i mean there were cassettes are coming back too yeah so are cassettes yeah I... there was a three inch record player that was sold at oh my God. <laughs> Final Store Day. I, I I love that there was a uh, a, a family, you know, husband, wife, and then their baby. They bought that for the baby. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> yeah, wasn't that cute? It was very cute. Yeah. Is uh, that is that what the, that record player is meant for? Babies? Uh, maybe, maybe. Although I know if I gave it to my daughter, she would probably destroy it. I was about to say those are tiny records. They they'd be in the mouths for sure. <laughs> no. Oh, my- look, candy. <laughs> No, I think my, my little girl would just end up just kind of like throwing it on the floor or something like that or putting her hands all over the vinyl. Right. I mean, obviously they're a gimmick because they only released a couple records on it, right? Like, like exactly. No one's going to put out a three-inch single. Yeah. That's just that's just so odd. And me. like, who who? what were the bands that they did? Like Foo Fighters? Yeah, Foo Fighters. Like the bands I could afford it? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh man funny funny stuff funny funny stuff all right well i i am out of coffee and i really hope it hits in soon because i am dragging today buddy amen hey i don't know who we're going to talk about later on this week but music is coming in fast and furious i liked your idea of doing a lightning round and i wonder if those who are listening at home would agree with us they would like to see a lightning round as well yeah let us know yeah give us a shout out on all forms of social media Hopefully, we're going to be on Spotify soon. Yay. Really, really hope. Come on, Spotify. Help us out. Please. Please. All right. Cool stuff, buddy. Cool, cool stuff. Well, I enjoyed this episode with you. I think that was a good discussion there. Sure was. Hopefully, uh, Lizzo doesn't hate me. Doesn't hate me either. Uh, She's going to hate you more. I I, I gave the worst review. (laughs) Not a bad one, though. No, it's all good. Keep making music. Music makers. (laughs) Yeah. Music makers. <laughs> oh man, isn't that from an Apex Twin song? We are the music makers. Oh, probably. Yeah, off the uh, selected ambient works. Yep. Ah, oh, good, good stuff, man. Good, good stuff. Oh man. All right. Well, buddy, it's been fun as always. As here always. another episode of G for D, aka Crowns for discussion. discussion. Bye. Caffeine-induced antics on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the username g4d underscore podcast drop us a line at g4d podcast at gmail.com if you have any music suggestions general questions or business inquiries you can find our podcast on itunes and john and i would super appreciate if you rated and subscribe to our show may your cup and heart always be full of coffee 
good music, and cliche motivational ending sentences. Thanks.